Well, hello there, my fellow business building warrior. It's your buddy, Jim. We're going to talk about internet business, just like every other episode, right? Hope to give you some great tips and insights. I've even got a little brain teaser for you today, something to think about. How about we start right there? And I'm going to use this story to illustrate a point that I'm going to make on today's episode. But let's just start off with a little brain teaser, something for you to think about. See if I can get you listening till the end. I think I'll give the answer at the end. That way you have to listen to the whole thing, right? Okay, so here is the scenario. And this isn't one you can Google because I actually made this one up for my kids around the dinner table not too long ago. I like doing this sort of thing. You know, we're all uh, sitting around the table or hanging out together and I'll say, all right, here's a question for the floor. And I'll pose some interesting brain teaser or thought or something. It's just fun to do. We enjoy that. I hope your family does that sort of thing. But here's the scenario I came up with. And it took them a while, but they got it. One of them did. And it made a lot of sense. So it's pouring down rain outside. Okay. And there's two buckets in a field side by side, two identical buckets in a field in the pouring rain. You with me? You got that visual? The buckets don't have any holes in them except the one in the top, obviously, where liquid can come in and you can pour it out if you wanted to. So two identical, let's say they're five-gallon buckets, right? In a pouring rainstorm, one of the buckets is completely full to the top and actually overflowing in the rain. And the other bucket has about an inch of water in it. How can that be? That's the brain teaser. I'll explain it to you one more time. Two buckets are in a field. They're identical five-gallon buckets. One of them is full and overflowing. The other has about an inch of water in it. And it's pouring down rain. It's been raining forever, just raining and pouring like crazy. So it's not like it just started raining and one bucket was full. No, it's been raining for a long time. One bucket is full. One bucket has an inch of water in it. What's the difference between the two buckets. What's the big deal? How is that possible? So give that some thought if you'd like. Let your subconscious work on that one while we dive into the episode today. I'm going to talk a little bit today about a misconception that our culture, when I say our culture, I'm not just talking about the United States. I think it's a global epidemic, although some places have a lot more economic freedom now than we do here in the United States. But it's this concept that to succeed in business means you're one of the lucky ones. Like, wow, you were fortunate. You were lucky. The life's lottery smiled on you, buddy. What a random chance thing it was that that guy succeeded and this guy didn't. Now, granted, there are a lot of circumstances that are out of our control without question. That's always been true. But I happen to believe, and I think I can prove, just based on the results of the people in our community, that those who follow a proven system succeed. They just do. Unless life comes along and blasts you off your horse, knocks you on your butt with some kind of health issue or family concerns, or like our family, you know, your house gets hit by lightning. If that would have happened and we had lost our house, and right as we were starting my internet adventures, it would have set me back considerably more than it did once I'd established multiple income streams, and more importantly, multiple relationships in the industry, a great team that I can rely on, people that I can call and say, hey, guys, I, I just can't do it today or tomorrow or the day after. You know what? Count me out for a couple weeks. 
I've got stuff to take care of. If that would have happened right as I was starting my internet business and I was the guy wearing all the hats, well, yeah, it would have set me back. So sometimes life does that to you. But barring any kind of outside force that knocks you on your tail, any of us that follow the proven systems like the stuff we teach around here, you can and will eventually succeed. It's not a matter of luck and lottery and random choice. Now, some of you may be saying, well, you know, some products sell, some don't. How do you know? Here's the thing. I've been reading a book. Let's talk about a book I've been reading that illustrates this point very well. And it's by Jim Collins. It's called Great by Choice. I listen to a lot of really good audiobooks, by the way. I just, that's uh, part of my daily routine. I listen to probably two up to three books a week that way. Here's a little tip if you've got an Audible account and you listen to books, set it up to one and a half or even two times the speed. It's an easy setting on your Audible app. And you can really fly through books as long as you don't mind people with kind of higher pitch voices sounding like chipmunks. <laughs> you can soak up a lot of really good stuff really fast. Maybe you're listening to my podcast at two times the speed. That's cool. I've heard that Brett's laugh sounds pretty hilarious at two times the speed. I'm just saying, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but anyway, check, you know, check out great books, read through bestsellers, get ideas, even from people who have worldviews slightly different than yours. Soak up good ideas and business stuff. You know, anyone who's succeeding in business at any level, find out how they did it. And as I'm doing that, Faithfully, one of the great books I listened to recently was, like I mentioned, by Jim Collins called Great by Choice. The premise of the book is greatness isn't an accident. Sustained business greatness and success is not an accident. It's not some kind of random set of circumstances that you stumbled into and you somehow missed all the bad stuff accidentally and randomly. No, it's a matter of being prepared and focused and he looks at, in the book, and maybe it's worth you checking out after I give it a little commercial here, or maybe you can just trust me and I'll hit the major points. But he looks at several businesses that basically had a huge opportunity in front of them. Some succeeded and some failed. Some succeeded over the long term in spite of tremendous odds stacked against them, and others in their industry failed when the odds got stacked against them. What's the difference? His premise is greatness is a choice you make. It's a choice you make every day. And part of it, yes, is discipline. And, and there's a lot of examples given and having a formula that you stick to and knowing what your values are as a company and not letting that shift to a great degree at any given point in time, but having the flexibility to recognize opportunity. He dives into some interesting themes for sure. But one of the visuals that he paints that I really enjoyed was the visual of bullets and cannonballs. Yes, bullets, like you fire from a gun, and cannonballs. Okay, so let's say, and I'm not going to explain it exactly the way he does, and I'm doing my best to give him full credit for the concept, but, but the visual is this. Your goal in business is to hit the target. Let's say the target is, for this illustration, on charging, you know, you're in a ship and your enemy is in another ship and he's charging at you. That enemy is the loss of your business. You know, you've, you've gotten yourself in too far. The bills have piled up. You've invested way too much money in the wrong inventory. You've gotten yourself in over your head. If the enemy overtakes you, 
you're sunk. Game over. You go back and get a real job or whatever the worst case scenario is for you, right? So that's the idea. We're in a ship. The enemy ship is coming at us. That is the loss of our business. That is the loss of the opportunity that we've dreamed of having. We've got to sink that ship. The only way to sink the ship is with cannonballs, okay? Bullets aren't going to sink that ship. I mean, it's a big ship. It's coming at us. It's coming to all of us. It doesn't matter how big your business ever is. There is, you have to stay above the death line. You have to stay above the that zero line where the bills and the money you owe is significantly greater than the money you got and it's game over, right? So how do you do that? Well, he talks about bullets and cannonballs. Let's say you've got a limited number of bullets and cannonballs. You only have a handful. Now, one good hit with one good cannonball takes out the enemy for quite some time. And it may be a while before another ship comes at you because you're in a good position. But you have to conserve those cannonballs. You can't just fire them away because that's your capital. Your bullets and your cannonballs are your capital, your money, and yes, your time. What you want to do is you want to get your trajectory correct. You want to fire a few bullets to get your trajectory. Maybe you've played some of those games. It reminded me of some of the video games that we used to have. And they're still around, some of the simple apps where you've got to aim your cannon and you fire and it, you know, depending on how much velocity and force and the angle, you know, the bullet flies to a certain distance and it either strikes or it misses the target based on the angle of the cannon and, you know, how much force you put behind the firing. Well, the premise of this example is it's better to fire bullets to establish the trajectory and then fire cannonballs later. That's when you go all in. That's when you get a big pile of money and you kind of push it out there and you're like, all right, we're all in now. We're, we're going for it because we've fired a few bullets at a certain trajectory. And thanks to the laws of gravity, we know if we fire a cannonball at that same trajectory with the same force behind it, equivalent force, it's going to follow the same path and hit the target. But we fire that first bullet, maybe it flies over the enemy ship. We fly, fire that second bullet, it lands way short of the ship. The third one, boom, it strikes. Now we know our trajectory. It's only cost us three bullets, which are far less expensive than the big cannonballs that are massive expenses to us. And you can define, define a small expense and big expense, however it fits into your budget. For some of us, a small expense is you know $10. That gets us nervous. And a big expense is $100. It's like, whew, that's going all in. For some of us, $10,000 is a bullet. And a million dollars is a cannonball. So adjust the example to your budget and what you have to play with. But just envision your ammunition. It's bullets and cannonballs here, okay? Traditionally, and I'll get back to this example in just a moment, but traditionally, business has belonged to those who have massive stockpiles of cannonballs, meaning they've got a bunch of money that they can use and they can just blast all cannons off all day and miss the ship a hundred times, the enemy ship a hundred times until a couple of the cannonballs happen to hit and boom, we're okay because we look, we've got all this capital. We're in good shape and business success belonged to those people. But this is my take on the illustration now. Okay. I'm giving you kind of my vantage point on this illustration and I'm going to apply it to internet business in just a moment because Jim Collins in his book, Great by Choice is the title. He doesn't address internet businesses. And I love using this example for us as internet marketers. Okay. So hang with me. Traditionally, if you go to a business school, let's say you're taught, man, you've got to raise a bunch of capital. Don't even think about getting into business until you have a big old pile of bullets and cannonballs. You don't have a chance. You've got to have a business plan. You've got to do all these things to set up 
all these steps. And then business success goes to the person who works their tail off for 60, 80 hours a week and they hustle. And, you know, those are the people that end up winning life's lottery and somehow randomly starting a successful business. Well, I disagree with that model. I think it's actually a big disadvantage to come to the table with a bunch of ammunition, with a bunch of capital and say, hey, how can I use this big pile of money to launch a successful business really fast? We have coaching students come to us and they say that. They say, okay, I've, I've saved, I'm, you know, I'm nearing my re- retirement years. I've got a lot of money to spend. What's the best way for me to invest this in, a, in an internet business? And we say, you know, y- your money doesn't give you an advantage when it comes to online marketing, not the strategies we teach. We teach very low risk strategies that don't require a lot of capital and your money could actually put you at a disadvantage because you could end up firing a bunch of random cannonballs in the air and they're not hitting anything. And that would be very unfortunate. We would much rather teach you how to fire a few bullets. You don't jump all in with both feet on a hunch and go buy 10,000 units or even use some trusted, quote, research tools. Like, oh, I've identified a gap. There's, there's a, I'm, I used some research tool that I paid a few dollars for and they told me that this is a really hot niche. So I went out and bought a bunch of it and I'm going to sell it online. Can you help me market this now? That's called firing a big cannonball before you fired any bullets. That will get you into trouble every single time, especially if you don't have a huge stockpile of cannonballs. None of us should be firing random cannonballs. It's just not necessary. It used to be, it used to be that starting a business was a very expensive, time-consuming, lengthy, difficult proposition, and only those who had all things correct ended up winning. Now, we see people pop up and in two, three months, they've got incredible businesses and they haven't had to put a lot of capital at risk. So let's talk about our bullets and cannonballs. How does it work in the real world? What do I mean by firing a bullet? I'm going to be real specific here. When we say inch deep, mile wide strategy, what I mean is try a bunch of little inexpensive strategies. Buy two or three of this item. Buy three or four of that item. Make a couple creative bundles. Send them into Amazon. Try little things. Constantly be trying new little strategies, little bullets. You're just sending out little bullets. And from time to time, look at the reports in Amazon, the business report. You can actually look at how many sessions or eyeballs are seeing the individual listings that you put on Amazon. You can see what the popular products are. I'll give you a real example of how we fired some bullets a few years ago. It found a beautiful trajectory for awesome target that we fired some cannonballs at, and it turned into an eight-figure business. You've heard us talk about it before. It's the story of Brett, my partner, and Dynasty Toys. Remember how we found the laser guns that we now sell? Eight figures of these laser guns with multiple bundles, multiple products, a huge loyal customer base. That brand name, DynastyToys.com, it didn't exist a few years ago, and now it's got a massive loyal following. It's an incredible brand. And yes, we've fired some pretty big cannonballs in that direction. We've put some major capital. We're talking crates of product coming over from China. Finding, we've got a hundred of them coming to my warehouse here in the next couple of weeks uh, because we don't want to pay to have Amazon store them until we need them. We're going to store them ourselves. Like we've got a lot of stuff happening. 
100 pallets and not 100 crates. I think I said that wrong, 100 pallets. But still, tons of product, literally tons of product. Well, the story of how that happened is we were firing some bullets and everybody can afford to fire a few bullets in this business. And one of them was we found some laser guns, some, you know, we're doing some retail arbitrage and found some laser guns that we would think, hey, you know, we can get these for a good price, just a handful of them. Let's flip them on Amazon. And sure enough, they sold rather rapidly. It was someone else's brand name product and they sold fast. But we thought to ourselves, wow, those sold really fast. I wonder if there's something to the keywords involved in that product where there's a lot of people looking for that product. And sure enough, we looked at our free Amazon report. You don't have to buy any special tools to do this. We just looked at the sessions in the Amazon business reports. We looked at how many sessions our products had had. And a lot of people were looking for laser tag toys. There just were a lot. So we're like, that's when we decided, you know what? Let's fire a cannonball at this. And to Brett's credit, they went in and they put a chunk of money behind it. <laughs> and they went all in and it worked. It paid off in a huge way. But we didn't come out firing cannonballs. We came out firing bullets. That's the point of the story. So if you've gotten convinced or talked into firing cannonballs as your first step, as so many people have, I'll tell you, there's some courses that have launched in our industry that convince people that, well, the course itself, the expense of the course itself is a cannonball. I mean, that's just silliness. To me, one of the biggest cannonballs people are throwing out there is a college education into a degree that they don't know what they're going to do with it as a career. It's just something they've always been interested in. So they're going to go tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt because oh, that's an interesting subject. Well, how does that pay off as an investment? You need to fire a few bullets, buddy, before you go all in like that. And same thing with some of these courses that are being sold. I'm all for an internet education or any kind of education, but do you got, do you have to fire a bunch of cannonballs in that direction to get there? I think you can fire a few bullets. The internet's free. It's changed the game, guys. So we've got kids in our house diving into subjects that they're interested in, getting great books on those subjects and educating themselves. You know, as I believe it was Jim Rohn that said something like, you know, going to school and following the plan. Yeah, that'll get you a job. Self-education, that will get you a fortune. So we've kind of taught them to love educating themselves. I'm not anti-college, but I'm just saying justify, fire a few bullets before you fire cannonballs. I just love that thought. And I'm trying to integrate it into the way that we do everything around here. We can talk about bullets versus cannonballs, test it out, try it out. I mean, it would be the same thing. Like, let's say you're considering buying a second home as a couple. Like, oh gosh, we've always wanted to have a second home on the lake. Well, how about you rent a house, kind of like what you're hoping to get someday and rent it for three weeks, you know, use Airbnb and just see what's it feel like. Fire a bullet. Right before you fire a cannonball and get a thirty-year mortgage at a place on the lake, and find out, you know, a month in, like, why did we do this? We don't even like it here, right? Bullets and cannonballs. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. And I, I want to talk about the uh, example that I gave you guys at the beginning here about the two buckets in the field too, and what that has to do with the topic today. I have the advantage of the fact that I've been doing this internet marketing thing for. 17 years. So I can smell a scam from a mile away. I've got experience in the industry. Sometimes I write it off too quickly. Uh, but you know, you develop instincts over time. You can smell a scam. You know what's got a lot of potential. Uh, you know the reputation of different people in the industry. 
I've got some rules of thumb. Like, man, if somebody launches a course using a handful of videos and it costs several thousand dollars, I'm just not going to buy it. I, I'm just not, guys. I don't because I know for a fact that you can get the same information considerably cheaper a couple of months later from somebody else. And I want to get to know people. I don't want to be pressured into a big launch purchase. I just don't. We don't do that to our audience. And I don't participate in those because I've seen them a thousand times. I just don't do it. And I advise our clients not to. But that's because I've been around a while. When I first got into the industry, man, some of those big launches were very tempting and appealing. And they looked awesome. But I've learned now some rules of thumb, such as don't look at the person talking at the front of the room. Look at the people listening and ask them some interesting questions, such as how long you been following this guy? How successful are you as, as a result of following this guy? How open and transparent are they about allowing people in their community to interact with each other? That's why I'm so proud of our Facebook group, our 46,000 plus member Facebook group. As I record this, we've got our customers, we've got prospects, we've got our coaching students in there. We've got people who have been reading my stuff for 12, 15 years in that group. And you can jump in there 24 hours a day and people from all over the world and ask their opinion about what we teach around here. You don't have to pay a dime to get in there and you're going to get honest answers. Not everybody loves us. Some people say, well, you know, I tried that strategy. It didn't work for me, but here's what's working better for me now. It's just a lot of transparency. We're very candid and open about it. I'm proud of that. Not many people in this industry have that. But my point is I've got a 15 year head start on many people that are listening to this podcast today. And that's afforded me some advantages. So you'd be wise to hang out and listen to people who've been doing it the right way for a very long time. I guess that's one of the points I'm making too. Have some trusted advisors before you start firing cannonballs. Run it past some people who know what they're talking about. That's why the value of community and having people in the industry that you can hang out with is so incredibly valuable. You just can't do this as a lone wolf. Business success does not belong to people who are just out there kind of randomly doing it on their own. You've got to have a community. Ideally, it's people you meet with locally. And we accommodate this in our Facebook group. We've actually got a world map. That's something that you can stick a pen in our map and see who lives near you and form a little community gathering thing. Maybe meet once a week, once every couple of weeks and just talk about internet business. And we don't charge. It's a free service. We offer our community and several little groups over time have popped up and people getting together, forming relationships. That's why it's so important though. You've, you've got to have some trusted advisors. You're not going to win at business if you're trying to do it yourself. You'll get burnt out eventually, no matter how disciplined you think you are. Remember, isolation is a form of torture in the military. They can break the most hardened soldiers. And you, you could break Rambo in about a week, right? For those of you who remember the Rambo movie, I think they're making another one I heard, I think. I don't know if it's Sylvester Stallone or not, but um, anyway, you know, just picture that hardcore, in it for life, Semper Fi, Marine, tackle anything, one man show, you know, take down the enemy. You throw him in a hole for a week without any human contact, you broke him. Game over. It's over. So why do we do that in business? We isolate ourselves behind our glowing keyboard. And those relationships on Facebook and those interactions you have through text messaging and, and email, that's not the same, guys. And that this is biblical Hebrew wisdom being applied to modern business here. It's just not the same. You've got to have that live interaction. Yes, phone calls are great, and I love it. I've gotten some great phone calls this past week from some really good friends who have supported me and talked me through some things, but it would have been even better, actually exponentially better had we met in person. 
So those relationships, those can shorten the learning curve. That's why we offer coaching, guys. So you can have someone that you trust who succeeded, who's coming from a place of like-minded values. You can skip over a lot of those mistakes. You can save your ammunition. You can save your gunpowder. You don't have to fire a bunch of bullets before you find something or a bunch of cannonballs and waste all your capital. Uh, But let's talk about those two buckets. What does it have to do with the example today? For those who haven't figured it out, I'll give you another minute to think about it. I'll even repeat it one more time, okay? So you've got, it's pouring down rain. It's been pouring and pouring for a very long time. And in this field where it's pouring down rain, there's two buckets. They're identical buckets. One of them is full and overflowing. The other one only has about an inch of water in it. How is that possible? There's no holes in the buckets. There's only one possible explanation that I've ever been able to come up with. And that's this. Maybe you, I'll give you a chance. Pause the podcast if you want to figure it out. Okay. So you can come back to this later. I don't want to give it away. Some people like hate when you give away a brain teacher. They want to think about it more. So rewind 30 seconds or so, listen to it one more time. But for those of you who are ready for the answer, if you haven't gotten it already, there's some smart people I'm sure who have gotten the answer already. Let me know if you got the answer I want to hear. We'll probably create a Facebook post about this one too, so we can hear. Don't give away the answer in the Facebook post. People have to listen to the podcast to get the answer. That's the way you get the answer. Well, here's the answer. And one of my kiddos got it. The answer is simple. One of the buckets has been in the field longer than the other bucket. That's it. Which leads me to a great example of how to succeed in business, and that is stick with it. You know, one of the sayings I like, it it comes from, uh, I think it's an old Chinese proverb, there's two great times to plant a tree, you know, 20 years ago or today. You know, you've heard that before. It's the same thing with internet business. There's two great times to start an internet business. You know, 15 years ago, like I did, or today, the opportunity's in its infancy. Right now is a great time. Arguably, there's never been a better time. I took a lot of lumps, learned a lot of really hard lessons, as did just about everybody else in this industry as it was coming up. It's common now for us to understand, for example, that you can't rely on one big platform You can't put all your eggs in one basket long-term. It's just not prudent. So many people did that with eBay 15, 17 years ago. They put all their eggs in the eBay basket. And when things started to taper away, they, they thought the world was over. They thought the world was ending. They hadn't built a brand or a loyal customer list. They didn't understand the importance of those things. They weren't creating content. They weren't understanding the importance of digital media they weren't understanding the importance of maybe maybe it's time for you to have a book. Some of these topics that we've covered in past episodes, the multiple income stream strategies, they didn't understand the importance of sharing what you've learned with others and getting paid for it. That's the, the consulting model that you hear us talk about from time to time on this show. As you learn, turn around and share what you know with others. Do it for free and eventually paid clients will line up because you'll be too busy to do it for free anymore, right? So time is your friend in this industry. And things are changing so rapidly that if you start now, you will be light years ahead of everybody who's starting a year from now. And they will be eager to hear you tell the stories of your adventure. My, you know, my 18 year old is a great example of that. He hasn't been doing this stuff all that long, but now he's considered a pro by many people because he's made some money. He's doing really well. People ask him how he's doing it. You know, a funny story. He's got people who go to school to get a photography degree because they want to make money as a photographer and they graduate in debt with tons of debt actually, but they're not making any money with their photography skills. So they hire him 
because he's making good money as a wedding photographer. He's, he's actually turning down more gigs than he's accepting. And they're asking him, at 18, how do you run a photography business? How are you doing this? How are you getting so many clients? And he explains it to them and they pay him well to do it. Isn't that cool? So starting now, that's my point. Don't try to do this business alone. That's another point we made today. And firing bullets instead of cannonballs. There's just no need to go massively into debt in order to launch a successful internet business. You can fire bullets until you hit an interesting target and then slowly fire more bullets, make sure you're sure, and then fire a cannonball. It's a beautiful feeling. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the illustration that I had for you with the two buckets. Maybe I'll do more of that if you guys like that. Let me know what you think of that one. But it sure is fun for me having this podcast and being able to talk straight to you. I feel like I see you there. Those of you who enjoy what we're doing and who you've come to know, like, and trust our leadership and our team and and me, it means a ton to us. And all the support that you guys show for my family and how fun it is. When we, you, we're bringing my family more and more into this. You're seeing Andrea more in videos and she's teaching. It does an awesome job with us. That's my wife and and Trey's getting real active in it. I see some of the other kids taking an interest. We're not pushing them at all, but you know, with five kids, some are going to have different interests than others. But man, it's just been such a blessing seeing the way you guys support our family and, and uh, taking this journey with us. But I think I'm going to wrap this episode up right here. I'd love to hear your feedback. It's been a little while since it was just me talking into the microphone. So let me know what you think of this one. And if you have any questions, we'll have a link right to Facebook in the show notes at silentgym.com slash podcast. And you can go discuss this episode with others. And uh, tell me if you figured out the two buckets brain tease before I told you the answer or not. Let me know what you think of that. All right. Hey, this is Jim signing off. I'm going to talk to you again real soon. God bless you, business building warrior. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.